<laughs> I hit the wrong intro. That was the Crystal Stewart intro. It's <laughs> the right one. The shoddy operation we got going here. <laughs> oh. And now my system's going haywire because I hit four intros at once. Jumps. I had just had two children back to back. Not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the diamond cutter. Diamond cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Live radio, baby. Live without a net. <laughs> now, we're not like those other podcasts that go in and clean it up and edit it and take time to make it perfect. We're one, we're one shot, we're one shot Shirley's here. We got uh, one chance to make it right, and uh, once in a great while, we actually do that. <laughs> but uh, the most of the time, we're flawed, real show. Real emotions, real uh, situations, and uh, if you ask my wife, a real pain in the ass runs it. So uh, <laughs> I, uh, uh, sorry about that. I screwed it up. I uh, actually hit the crystal intro. But anyways, besides <laughs> that, we are uh, back here, and of course, uh, we have to introduce my lovely co-host. She is from the Great White North. Uh, she has been. We have barreled through the snow when the snow is finally melted, almost its last drop. And underneath it, the cavernous caves of Canada were spelunked, and he says spelunked, and we uh, pulled out a crystal amongst gems. And uh, she is Aww. my co-host, and I'm just rambling, rambling here now. But uh, Crystal Stewart, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, for the uh, record, anyone who's listening to this, including our guest, I didn't screw up the show even though that was my intro song. <laughs> I didn't do it. Uh, yeah, that's uh, – we'll, we'll blame Josh McAdoo. He'll, we just – the show is – all the blame on the show, we'll just throw at Josh McAdoo. You know, back, you know, with wow. uh, the term scapegoat? You know right? the term scapegoat is uh, whenever something bad yes. happened? It was an old ceremony that was done back years and years and years ago where they'd like all yell obscenities and, obs- and and admit all of their wrongdoings to this goat. And then they'd, you know, sacrifice the goat or, or throw it out of town or whatever like that. So that goat was like taking all their, their bull crap and then, you know, suffering for it. That's my Josh McAdoo. Everything that's wrong, I'm just going to pile on top of Josh McAdoo. Like, <laughs> he's my speaker. Poor McAdoo. <laughs> Oh, I love that kid so much, and he knows it. You know, I'm you know I'm allowed to do that because he's better looking than me, so I'm like lower on the chain. So I always punch up. You never punch down. And uh, Josh McAdoo is a fine <laughs> young man, fine looking young man. Therefore, I'm allowed to make fun of him. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 
Um, real quick, we've got an awesome show for you tonight. We've got the Warrior of the Week. We're going to announce uh, our special guest in just a second. Uh, before we do, I really want to touch on something real quick. Um, we haven't really gone into it at all on the show, and I wasn't kind of prepared to do anything or say anything, but um, we kind of just didn't touch it because it wasn't our place to address. And, uh, of course, we know the co-host of the show, uh, long-standing co-host. He's been in and out the past few months, you know, but he's always a member of the team here, uh, Hayden Walden, of course. Uh, he lost uh, his, his, his lovely, beautiful wife. Uh, Laura, who you guys, have, of course, have seen on here, you know, heard on here in the background with, with Hayden and, you know, adding her, her wit and uh, personality to the show. And um, she was just an amazing, amazing person. And I know uh, the yeah. past few months have been really, really tough for them. But I want to send a lot of love to my brother Hayden, who is uh, probably the most incredible person I know right now. So uh, a lot of love going over there to uh, to uh, the U.K. for myself and Katie and uh, I know you, Crystal, as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh it's just heart wrenching. Yeah, it's um it's you know, you, you, in in these moments you there's a lot of different emotions, you know. We we we've had some great times with the Waldens over the years and you know, we got to spend a lot of time with them in Mexico over the years and, and just, you know, Kate and I are constantly in contact and um it's one of those situations that you feel angry because like no one deserves yeah. to get that hand held to them, but of all the people who do deserve it, they're probably the last on the list. And it's just, uh, it was just, it was a rough situation for a lot of months. And then uh, we don't, we didn't want to go into it on here because it just wasn't our place to, you know, update things and, you know, put our two cents in. Right. But I just wanted to send in a lot of love uh, to them because they're amazing people. And she left a hell of a mark on this world and that mark ain't going anywhere for a long, long time. True. Very true. She's going to be missed. So, um, yeah, I don't know how you transition from that, so I'm just going to, you know, take a sharp left turn here. Um, but, uh, of course, Crystal, um, you, uh, you're, you've got your fingers deep in the pulse of the DDPY community, and you've become the executive producer here on the show. You've become the head booker. You've become <laughs> you, you, everything that's planned here from the Warrior of the Week segments and the, all the, the people and suggestions that's done by Crystal. She's been working really hard on pulling out some amazing guests and some inspiring people. And I don't know how every, uh, every, every show recently you set the bar and then the next week you meet the bar or exceed it. Like we just having one story after the next, it's just, you know, really connecting with a lot of people, a lot of great feedback. So Crystal, um, I hear that you've gone deep into the DDPY community You've uh, rummaged through thousands of stories of success stories, and you've brought us a warrior of the week worthy of such a title. And uh, how about you uh, you intro our warrior of the week and give us a little uh, insight on what her made her stand out to you and made you kind of want to anoint her the latest in a line of great warriors on the DDP radio show. Sure. Absolutely. So this week I had the distinct pleasure of picking Jessica as Warrior for the Week. Um, she is an amazing person. I've been actually watching her story for quite some time, um, and it, um, it's been awe-inspiring. I mean, she's really put the work in, and this girl just doesn't quit. Um, I'm really proud of her, and I'm really, really grateful that everyone gets to hear her story. So, yeah, without further ado, I'd really, really like to introduce Jessica. Welcome to the show. 
Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, I'm so oh, grateful you're here. No, no problem. So we, you know, we always kind of, we, we, we kind of learn a lot about each other on the show as the show progresses, as we move on. But uh, I usually like to start with uh, a question. Usually there's, there's some kind of catalyst, whether it be just like, you know, for the hell of it, or, you know, I, I need to make a change or something. There's usually something that kind of, uh, uh, triggers the DDPY journey, an origin story, if you will. And uh, there was either an aha moment or a series of events or a place in your life that made you kind of think, I need this uh, in my life. I need to really kind of, you know, change things up and, and uh, try this. In your world, what was the uh, origin story for Jessica to uh, get uh, rolling on your DDPY journey? Um, it was about two years ago, and um, my aunt passed away. And I was standing in the hospital, and when you see a loved one laying in in a hospital bed and with a tube down their throat, you kind of stop and say to yourself, you need to make a change in your life, because if not, that could be you next time. So I came home, I told my mom, told my sister, okay, you know, I got to start losing weight. Um. That was the that was the moment I think I hit rock bottom is um when my aunt passed away I um I don't like hospitals so I did not want to be the next one laying in that bed. So that was my moment of okay, it's time. Wow. Wow. Go ahead, Drissel. No, I was just thinking that that is an incredibly, fear is an amazing motivator and of not wanting to be in someone else's shoes. So I really, I'm kind of in the same situation now. So, you know, it's, um, I really commend you for buckling down and, and really making the changes in your life. Way to go. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. It's, you know, we, we see our whole life we have warnings, you know, people, loved ones. I was overweight my whole life. My dad, you know, was overweight and he'd always tell me, you know, get it off while you can. Don't get to be where I am and, you know, diabetic and, and having these issues and stuff. And, you know, you, you hear all this advice and, you know, sometimes you take it, sometimes you don't. But seeing a loved one in a place like that, um, which my condolences, obviously, uh, to you guys, but, that uh, that confrontation with reality um, in uh, the hospital, or uh, you know, looking down at somebody that you care about like that—that's that's the kind of a cold truth that's that's hard to digest. And, and obviously, you do anything to have your your aunt back, but the fact is that positive did come out of it because, from what I've seen, it was the catalyst that you needed to change your life. Um, so there is good to come from horrible situations, and I know that I'm sure your 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 aunt will be proud of you for having do so done so. Um, now, how did your how did you kind of adapt to that? Because tell us where you're at now and, and what your total was that you've lost, and, and how the prog- progression over the several months or years uh, you were able to kind of sink your teeth into this and actually make those changes. Yeah, well, as of today, I'm down 129 pounds. So, Yay! I have, um, yeah, 129 pounds. Um, I feel great. 
um, it's like it, like a new life. You know, it's I wake up every day and I wake up thinking, okay, I got two hours before I can do my workout. You know, so um, I'm the type of person now that it's a lifestyle. If I don't work out, it's like, oh, something's missing. Um, yeah. I, uh, you know, I don't care what type of workout I'm doing as long as I'm doing something. You know, I, I was in the office all day on Monday and I, I couldn't do the yoga until I got home and I'm like, okay, I got to do something. So I went down, they had stairs and they had four, um, four flights of stairs. So I ran down the stairs, ran back up, ran back down. I did that like six, seven times. I'm like, I got to get a workout somehow. So yeah, it, you know, my whole life has changed, you know, and just over like two years, it's, it's went from, okay, you know, it's Jessica to now it's, it's a new life, new me, new beginning. So it's been wonderful. Now, Jessica, for a lot of people that don't know your story, did you follow the eating suggestions that Dallas maps out in the guide or, you know, what else did you do? Are you working out just once a day or several times a day or? Um, for a while, I just went and ate all like the organic, you know, stuff that he yep. would, you yep. know, put on the app. Um, I would eat, you know, I went from eating McDonald's once, twice a week to haven't touched it. So my whole eating has changed completely the last six months i went to phase three of the eating plan so it's gluten-free dairy-free um it's a little rough for me because i had kidney stone surgery about three months ago so there's so much food that i'm not allowed to eat and You know, I can't eat all the the lettuce, different brands of lettuce. I can't eat. Um, there's fruit that I can't eat. Can't eat um, any nuts. I can't do the protein drinks and the protein shakes. I can't do none of that. So it's very hard for me to adapt to different kinds of food. Um, I can't do um, the protein bars. So it's it's very hard to to figure out how I'm going to get that protein, how am I going to, you know, get the right amount of food, but you get tired of it after a while if you eat it over and over and over. But yeah, so far it's working okay. <laughs> um, I work um, out at least one time a day, but sometimes good. I work out three times a day. So wow, it just depends on my day. Do you find you're addicted to it? Like it's if you, um, it's like a cup of coffee. The first thing you get out of bed in the morning, that's what you're reaching for. Um, yeah, I I've already said you know I'm addicted to it. After the first week of me doing the the program, I was addicted. Um, that's awesome. I um, yeah, it's it's completely changed my life. Like I had the the surgery three months ago and. I couldn't, well, I couldn't work out for like two weeks. And I remember laying in the hospital bed and I asked the surgeon, right when I came to, my first question is, when can I work out? 
And she goes, well, you got about two weeks. I'm thinking, oh, I'm not going to make it. Uh, I didn't make it the two weeks. After the third day, I was doing the flex. So I I didn't listen to surgery. So after the first week of surgery, I was back. So I was... I was in the hospital, and, you know, I I was coming to, and I'm like, okay, I got to get up and walk. So I was walking all up and down the hallway just to get the workout, and they're like, you got, you're crazy. I'm like, yeah, but it's me. It's I like to be crazy. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, that kind of pain will, will motivate you really quick to change to keep your lifestyle intact, too, because that kidney stone pain is not fun. No. no. No, so, you know, and a lot of that, you know, they, they said over the years is, is to is diet related. I had a kidney stone back in high school. It was actually due to some medication that I was on, um, and it was like a, like a salt tablet or whatever it was. But um, I've never felt pain like that in my life. Like I, I have nightmares about that kind of pain. So, if there's something you could do dietary wise that can change that, like or like prevent that from happening, like that's another just motivation to stay on track and. You know, there's a lot of motivating factors here, but pain is hell. It's a hell of a good one, and uh, you know, a lot of people live with chronic pain, and that's one of the best uh, side effects from from BDPY. And you know, there's weight problems with those pain issues, and none of them are fun. But if you've got real daily debilitating pain, you're going to do whatever it takes to get away from that pain. And so many people have uh, you know done that through the BDPY program, and um, whether it be internal or external, but um, that's a hell of a motivator. So, uh, you know, a lot of people have been doing this a long time, and I know that you've been on this program for a while now. A lot of people think of short-handed, you know, short-sighted goals. You know, weight is a big issue. I know for me, weight was always the, the mole, the sole motivation. I know it seems like you, having lost 129 pounds, that's a pretty big motivation for yourself as well. Now that the scale is getting to the point where you're close to your goal weight, I ask this for a lot of people who are close to goal where is your motivation coming from after you no longer see it on the scale? Because a lot of people struggle with that. Do you have a plan for some future goals that aren't related to weight loss or, or what number the scale reads? Uh, what are some things you want to accomplish within the program after the goal on the scale is met? Um, well, you know, I talk about the motivation. I keep my motivation, um, I have a support team. That's what I, you know, I, I've called it that since day one. And I have my sister that helps me do everything. She takes all my pictures and videos for me. Um, I have a really good friend. His name's Chuck. I've known him for 10 years and he's like a bodybuilder. So he's helped me a lot on doing other different kinds of exercising um, so my motivation comes from them helping me, you know, okay, got to work out today. Don't forget that. You know, for a while it, it was hard to to work out, but then after that month I was I was sold. You know, I was like, okay, yeah, I got to work out today. Let's go. Um, and also back in February, um, I lost my grandma, and she – was like a mom to me. Um, I lived with her and my grandpa 
when I was three months old all the way to when I was 13 years old. So when I lost her, um, my whole world changed. Like it was, it was really tough, but the only two things that I could do was one cry and two work out. Um, I, um, I remember I was doing a workout and tears were just rolling down my face. But then I, you know, I started to laugh and I started to smile and I was thinking to myself, you know, I'm, I feel the pain, I'm in pain, but my body is great. I'm in great health right now. And before she passed away, I hit my 100 mark goal. So I got to tell her that, you know, I lost that 100 pounds. So that's what keeps me motivated. Um, I have a picture, and it lays on the floor, and that's where I do my workout every day, and it's a picture of my grandma. So when I go in the safety zone, that's what I see. When I start my workout, that's what I see. When I end my workout, that's what I see is that picture. So that's what keeps me going. So that's the motivation. That's amazing, Jessica. Thank you. Wow. You know, it's, it's, you know, there's so many great stories here. And I obviously you talk about the community people who, you know, who are behind you and, and, and have you have your back, whether it's online via, you know, Facebook or the community site or whether it's in, in, in you know, in your real life, in real world, you know, kind of firing you up, taking your pictures. Uh, it's always fun to have someone like that to kind of go through the journey with. Um, and it's also just so important to have somebody who's going to keep you accountable and keep you on track and give you honest feedback. Um, so, you know, obviously through your journey, you know, how, how long has it been since you've been doing the DPY program? If you don't mind me asking. Um, it will be, I think a year, July 26th will be a year. Wow. Wow. So 129 pounds, almost a year. And, you know, there's, you know, the, the, I remember I used to go to, like, when I went to Weight Watchers and stuff, all the women there would complain. It's it's so much harder to, to lose your, lose weight when you're, you know, a woman or you're a man. They always, you know, bring that as an excuse because, you know, I, I'd lose quite a bit the first few weeks and stuff. But 129 pounds is, is, is huge. Like, that's just, you know, hitting them every single week, you know, that's a hell of an effort. Like people don't realize that that weight doesn't come off easy for anybody. Like that's an effort. That's hard work. That's determination. That's sticking with it. That's just, you know, nose to the grindstone. And unfortunately when you have 129 pounds to lose, which a lot of those here in the DZY community do, that's the the commitment that's necessary. Um, It's not going to be easy. And, And, you know, there's people that will fall off. And they'll you know, claim, well, it's, it didn't work for me. Well, it didn't work for me because you weren't working at it. You weren't working hard. You weren't doing the program. No real fitness or exercise programs don't work if you're doing it correctly. Like, there's no easy answer. If you're hitting the food you need to eat, the weight you need to lose, the, the workouts you need to do, then your weight should be coming off. But it's not easy. And you've come to a place where you 
crave the the uh, the exercise, you crave the workout. But there's got to be a point when you're first, you know, you know, you got all that weight to lose where it's hard, and uh, it, getting through that first hump is hard. Do you have any advice for anybody who is in that situation, whether it be male or female or, you know, or, or whatnot, uh, what you can do to kind of just get over that hump of this is hard? Um, like I say, I, I think everybody should have a support team. You know, I, and it doesn't matter who, who it is. You know, it could be, you know, family, friends, you know, the support group on Facebook. It could be anybody. But I think that really helps. It really helped me because, you know, like there's a time where you step on that scale, oh, it didn't even move, you know, and you you eat right, you you work out, and it's like, okay, it didn't even move. There's times that I got on there and it went up and I did everything, you know. Um, So that was the hardest part for me, you know, when, when you would work out and you would eat the right way and it didn't move or it went up. And I would reach out to everybody, you know, I'm like, okay, well, what do I need to do, you know? And so I say one support team, two, um, you got to find something that that motivates you. Um, I have a, my cousin now, um, she actually, she's actually coming over once a week and I'm actually working with her because she doesn't want to exercise by herself. She doesn't want to work out by herself. So I say, you know, find somebody, find a group, and make it fun, you know. I think that's that's the key. If you don't like to work out by yourself, you know, you're going to get bored, and you're like, okay, well, I'm done. If you have somebody there with you, listen to music, you know, help each other, it, it passes the time, and you don't even think you're working out. So I say support team and find somebody to work out with you. That's that's what helped me. So, Jessica, what um, this may not have been your first effort to get into shape, or you know, whatever the case may be. But what what made this different than all the other attempts that you may have previously made? What what made this stand out? Um, one. It was a program that I could do anywhere. Um, right. I know, you know, it, I didn't have to go to the gym. Um, right. That that was the big thing for me. Um, I travel. I travel a lot. Um, I promote country music. So when I'm on the road, you know, they don't always have gyms and hotel rooms. So or hotels. Sure. So I can turn on the app and do my workout. Um, that I think really was the main thing. You know, I, I could do this anywhere. Um, I also, you know, I run a daycare, so, you know, there was times that I'm like, okay, well, here, I'm going to hit that button. I had the kids doing it with me, you know? So I think for me, it was just not having to go out of my house and, you know, go to the gym. I, I had it and it was there, um, you know, and I was a DDP fan, you know, back when he was wrestling, um, and I, and I tell everybody, DDP helped me as a kid, and he didn't even know it, uh, my mom and dad got a divorce, but every Monday night, when he came out, 
You know, it's like, oh, I didn't think about, you know, my mom and dad getting divorced. I thought about him wrestling. And it really kind of helped me through, you know. And I always, you know, told my grandma, I'm like, he's really positive on everything, you know. And here, here I am, you know, I'm 32 now, and he's still, you know, have an impact in my life. So I think that's pretty cool. Have you um, read his book, his most recent book? Yes, yes. Yeah, I love it. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, I I loved it. Yeah, he, he reached out to me a couple times on Twitter, and um, he would uh, email me or, or uh, tweet me, and it was, you know, it's really cool because. I didn't do the program for him to talk to me or, you know, to, um, no. you know, like one of my posts or anything like that, but I did the program to help me, but it is cool that he takes the time out to do that, to talk to people and, you know, to really care. And that's, that was another thing, I guess, why I stuck with it is because I'm like, wow, okay, there is a lot of people here that actually care about, your health that care about, you know, so that was one, that was one of the main other main reasons why, because I had a lot of support and, you know, no one's ever been mean, said mean things because, you know, you go to the gym sometimes, you got people looking at you like, why are you here? So I, um, I really like the support and every time, you know, I post, you know, about my journey or anything, I always say, you know, thank you for the support. Because it's, I've had so many people reach out to me, email me, um, tweet me, Instagram me, anything, um, asking for my help, asking me, what do I do now, what, you know, and it's, it's kind of amazing, you go to bed one night, and you wake up, and it's like, wow, you know, you're, you're kind of famous, you know, so. Yeah. Everybody that has emailed me or anything, I've always emailed them back. And it doesn't matter if you like my post, if you follow me on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, or you just happen to say, you know what, good job. Thank you. You know, you motivated me today. You inspired me today. Those words is what keeps me going. That You know, it's like, okay, well, got to go do my, my workout now. And you know, it, you know, um, it's awesome. It's, it's a great feeling. When I first started coming around here, um, it was really funny. I had, I think it was Robert said to me, um, "You never know who's watching. You never know who's watching." So you'll periodically get a message. You'll get a whole bunch of messages from, well, everybody, and then you'll hear from Dallas. So I remember the first time he phone called, like he telephoned, and I was just, I was on cloud nine. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so it's great that he makes that effort. It kind of solidifies that you're on the right path, I guess, for lack of a better term. Yeah, you know, it. Uh, it it's really cool, you know. It, I... Like I said, you know, I I told my mom, you know, she's lost 55 pounds now. Um, Good for her. 
my my cousin's coming over, you know, she's like, Okay, you know, it's it's time, you know, I I need help. We both have the app, we turn it on the custom workout and we do our workout. So I just I, I love it. It's 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 awesome. It's amazing feeling. I love to help people, you know, if I could help them. Um, I've had people email me and say, you know, I, I have cancer, but just reading your story, I still get out and I still do my workout. And I'm like, that's, you know, that's, that's better than anything that I could probably hear. So it's, it was really, it's really touching also doing, you know, it doesn't just help your body feel better. It helps your, your mind feel better. It helps yeah. your heart to feel better. So that's, that's what I like. Well, it, it, it's such a, it's such an inspiring story. And, you know, having lost that much weight, it's like your whole life is different. And, and I got to touch on this real quick. You officially have to add another R to your last name. Now that I heard you're a country music <laughs> promoter, it would be much easier to say J E double S I C G double A or double R. <laughs> the country music promoter, you gotta add another, you gotta add another R, or add another double letter somewhere, and you got a perfect little gimmick there. <laughs> uh, uh, that's pretty good. Oh, uh, that you know, in I'm country sorry. music, they in country music they call me Jessica G. Um, I used to win a lot. I used to win a lot of tickets on the radio, and within a month, everybody knew my voice. So they're like, "Oh, we got Jessica G back." We got Jessica G again, so I um I that was I became Jessica G. Now you know I go everywhere and they're like, oh hey, how you doing? Hey Jessica G. Um yeah my my good friend that I that I promote his name's Matt Ferris. Um good good country artist. Um I can go and you know watch him in concert now. I had people coming up to me saying, hey you're Jessica, right? Yeah. Why? They're like, oh, well, I saw your story. You, you do the DDPY, right? I'm like, yeah, I do. So, you know, it's cool that I can put, you know, now two loves together, you know, the country music and DDPY and people starting to, you know, wow, well, you do it, so I'm going to go do it too. So and it's really cool. You know, it makes me smile every time. So... <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, I, 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 years from years from now, I've, I've always wanted to, to rebrand myself the Colonel Michael Mullen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess the military would probably take offense to that, saying I have no rank in any kind of military or even a Kentucky Colonel for that matter. <laughs> so, uh, give yourself that title. Um, but uh, no, that's 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 cool. Um, I just thought I'd throw up a double J reference there because all I remember is those vignettes where he's walking through uh, Nashville and going up to all the uh, the studios and the big uh, the big promoter uh, what's his name uh, it, was, it was the uh, Moolah's husband or something. Anyways, I can't. Remember. Oh. Um, but he used to do, yeah, he used to do that uh, double J you know uh, gimmick, so I had to throw that out there. Um, so <laughs> I, I gotta ask you, we, we were touching upon it just a second ago. When you lose 129 pounds, like you're in a different planet. Like your body moves differently. The way you walk into buildings or upstairs or maneuver is different. Everything is differently when you lose 129 pounds. And 
for a lot of people, it's a long, gradual process, but a year is going to be a pretty shock to your whole world in a good way to have this completely new life uh, sprawled out before you. What is your favorite new thing that you've noticed that you can either do or go or achieve or not have to worry about since you've lost this weight? What is, how is your, the biggest way your life has changed in a good way from a physical standpoint? Oh, my favorite thing. Wow. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I guess buying new clothes is pretty cool. Um, rack clothes and I, you know that kind of stuff yeah I, I like to you know it it was kind of like a shock because you know I go and put my pants on it's like oh wow they don't fit anymore you know that you put them on they fall to the floor you know um <laughs> so I it's went like, from size 40 yeah yeah it when does you, really when you lose weight especially that quickly you're like all right I'm in the I mean, an extra large, large, you know, you're going down so quickly, you got to buy new clothes to fit yourself. Yeah, I was buying new pants, like, every two months. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> um, I went from a, I was in size 28 pants, and now I'm in a 14 petite. So it's kind of like, wow. Um, I I guess, you know, like I said, I guess buying new clothes is a good, it's a good feeling. Um, it's amazing how I can bend my body now. Um, I, I, my favorite thing to do in during a workout is actually doing the, the can opener. It's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. I um, love that. I just, when, when I, I when got I... the. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, um, almost got the roundhouse kick pretty good. So just just last week I I've been trying to do it better and instead of holding my foot now I can hook my toe and keep that balance. So within another week hopefully it's it's pretty good. That's amazing. I, I some of the simple like little things like I remember when I first lost my my weight I was so excited that I could cross my legs. I never wanted to cross my legs but the fact that I could just do it while sitting comfortably. It was like the coolest thing to me. Like just sitting on a chair, I'm like, I'm just gonna cross my leg right now. You know, it's those little things that you never, you never realize that you they couldn't do until you could do them. And it's just there's so many of that little things when you when you're when you lose that weight that your body just your body reacts differently to different circumstances. Uh, your body you know can maneuver differently, and it's it really is a whole physical discovery process as well as it is a mental discovery process because your dynamics of your body change, you know, you're, I, I grew up living with a 300 pound torso for since I was like, you know, 12 years old. And then like when I lost the weight, like my body's like, wow, instead things mechanically are different. And it's kind of a cool process to discover like what you can and can't do with yourself again. Yeah. I, you know, I, I was laying in bed one day and I was, I was stretching out my legs. I'm thinking, Oh man, what's that? Well, it's my calf muscle. You know, I thought there was something wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> I um, I was like, wow, that's that's something. You know, so I'm like, I you know, I call my mom. I'm like, mom, look at that. I got muscle. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it, that's that's awesome. And obviously, there's the physical aspects, and that makes us feel better too. But also, the most important thing is, 
I always tell people that, you know, if I didn't lose a pound or an ounce doing DDPY, if I didn't lose an ounce, if I didn't gain an ounce of muscle, if I didn't have any physical change whatsoever, the mental place it puts me in and the mental attitude that comes along with something like this is worth it in itself. Because the positivity of the community is one thing, but when you get down to the mat and you just work out that hard and you get off the mat, you're buzzing. You're on high, man. You just Your body is high. And it, if you do it early enough of the day, it'll affect the whole rest of your day. Your mood, it's an antidepressant, it's an anti-anxiety, it's an anti, it's a mood lifter, it's a pie, it really is. And if I didn't lose a pound or didn't get any physical benefit whatsoever, it's still worth it for the place it puts you in mentally. Do you notice that things in your life uh, you react to differently after, you know, getting involved in such a program and having that, you know, daily buzz um, of DDPY in your life? Is your attitude, is your mood, is your positivity different? Yes, 100%. You know, I I can I, – I'm still shy. You know, I'm a shy person, but I can walk into a place now and carry on a conversation and not have to, you know, think, well, are they looking at me weird, you know, because, you know, I'm overweight. Um, now I walk in, my confidence level is high, and that's where it stays at. Um, you know, and like you said, you know, if I if I didn't lose any weight, if I didn't gain muscle, if none of that happened, I think I would still – do the program just because you know one thing it's really helped i have um i had really bad depression um since i've been doing the program it's pretty much gone um just just because of me believing in myself it it's gone um all the the health issues um I had a bad back, bad ribs. I fell like two years ago. I hurt my back really bad. They wanted me to do physical therapy, and I did it for a little while. And then I'm like, eh, no, I'm not going to do it anymore. So when I started the program, I rehabbed my own back and my own ribs. So wow. just the, the health for me, it, that's, that's what I got out of it. And then losing the weight was the plus side. But, you know, I had asthma really bad. Um, I remember starting, you know, the programs, and I would have to pause and go do the inhaler, come back. Now, I probably, in the last eight months, I've probably used my inhaler two times. So, my asthma's gotten, you know, I think it was like 85% better last time I went to the doctor. Um, I used to have really bad uh, feet pain. It was like the hill spurs. I, yep. I couldn't even walk sometimes in the morning when I would get up. And so I started doing the program. And what helped me is doing the, the down dog and the stretching and, and walking. Probably within two months, the pain was gone. Wow. Um, I just, everything that has went wrong in, you know, my life before has went right now. So 
um, I guess the biggest thing for me is I could definitely see a change in my health, and that and that was one of the things. I knew that I was heading down a road with health problems. I didn't I didn't want them. I you know I was like like I said I don't like hospitals, so why would I want health problems? Um, I was heading towards you know diabetes, um, heart problems. I didn't want them. Um, and now I went about three weeks ago and got an EKG. Heart's perfect. Blood pressure's perfect. No sign of diabetes. Um, everything that I mean, it's perfect. I the kidney stones. I um when I had that surgery, you know, you, you still have to pass them. Oh boy. Um, I would still get down. I would still do my workout. And my surgeon says, you know, the best thing to do when you're trying to pass a kidney stone is actually to do yoga. I'm like, well, you try to do mine, and you let me know if it's easy or not. So, um, no, but she, you know, she's really cool about it, and um, she's like, just take it easy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll take it easy. I, like I said, I didn't listen. <laughs> it's, it's really simple to um to look down the line and think, well, you know, I'm you know, health problems down the line sometimes aren't as are as aren't as intimidating until they're right in front of you. You know, they say the one thing we take advantage of, uh we take for granted most is is time and health because you don't realize how how precious it was until it's run out. Um and having, you know, a friend, you know, of of us who who passed away from cancer uh recently and having people I know who are battling cancer and to think that all of my health problems uh that I have are are, are, are late related and it's almost a slap in the face to those people I think, you know, to know that I have the answers to my problems in my hands when they're battling, they're fighting for something that they can't help. You know what I'm saying? I have the key to the answer. That should be motivation for every one of us who are is capable and is, is, is able to lose weight and able to correct our health problems. We have the ability to fix ourselves, and it's insulting to people who don't. And I think that, you know, when your aunt's lying there in the hospital bed and you're staring at, you know, her, her situation and we're staring at people we've lost and, and care about who are fighting cancer, that's a motivation that, we can't see the future, and it's hard to look that far down the line, but at least owe it to the people who don't have that possibility and opportunity. It's so important that we grab a hold of that and, and take it for everything that's worth and put in all the effort we can possibly muster because there's a lot of people who would love to have the ability to be able to do so. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, 100%. So Jessica, I I have a reflective question for you. So, what would um, the conversation be like between your older self and where you find yourself now? What would be your advice? Oh man, I don't even know. <laughs> I you know I would tell my old self. Yeah, you know, I you know. I would tell my old self to believe in yourself and, you know, start to, to trust yourself. That was, 
I guess that was a big thing for me. Um, I didn't think that I could do something. Um, and then once, you know, you, you hit, you know, once you hit that mat and you, you listen to Dallas and, you know, he's telling you, okay, well, you know, you're going can opener, put this leg here and this leg there. I looked at the him, I said to the app, I'm like, are you crazy? Um, I'll never, you know, I'll never forget the first time that I actually did it. You know, I, I think I laid there and paused and, and, and cried for like, you know, two or three minutes because I, I'm like, Oh wow, I did it. You know? Um, and I, I'm still like that. You know, if I just now started to do the, um, I don't even know what it's called. You're kind of in a, a lunge, and you put your like your right elbow over your knee, and you can come up with your with your back foot. I just now started to do that, you know. So every time I do something new, you know, I take a picture, post it. I'm like, yes, I finally got it. Um, so the, I guess that would be the advice, you know, to my old self is, you know, it's time to wake up and um, start believing in yourself. I think that's really great can, advice. Can opener. I, the can opener is, is my favorite move. That's by far my favorite. Yeah, it opens you up in a way that just 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 feels amazing. But when you can't do it, and when you're new, you get yourself into that position, and you say, "That's impossible. My body will not do that. It's, my body is not built to do that. There's things in the way to prevent that from happening." So I just, it just, it can't happen. How is that possible? And then you go down again and every week or month you're chipping away at that, you know, scar tissue and chipping away at that, you know, that, that, that stiffness and, and, and the muscles are, are, are expanding. And it's one of my favorite positions because over time I saw that as an impossibility. Like my body has not moved that way to the point where you can get yourself all the way down to the mat. And it's one of the best parts of DDPY for me was seeing the progress, the proof in the pudding. Because a lot of things, uh, you know, you lose weight over a long period of time. You see it, you know, eventually. But, you know, the day-to-day, it's hard to notice yourself in the mirror, you know, on a regular basis because you're seeing yourself constantly. When you're doing, doing DDPY, and I can get into something today that I couldn't get into yesterday, or I was able to do that push-up or hold that for that much longer, that's a daily victory. That's a daily incentive to know that this is working. And that's one of my favorite demonstrations of that. Because when I first went into can, can opener, my body's like, hell no. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> you break down a little bit more and a little more, and eventually you're there. And that's my favorite part of, of this is the daily, you know, examples of things are going well, things are working. Yeah, you know, another move that I, I like is the the black crow. Um, mm-hmm. I got that one foot up. I can't get the second one up yet. But, you know, at, even if it, if I'm doing a workout and it doesn't have that in there, at the end of the workout, I'll I'll throw that in there somehow. Now, I, I try to practice it every day. But I remember getting just that one foot up. You know, I remember just putting my hands on the carpet and just trying um and now i got that one foot i'm like yes <laughs> time to celebrate um i i did the three second push-ups i do the five second push-ups i haven't done the 10 second ones yet i get all the way to about eight and i'm like oh uh-oh <laughs> but yeah i i agree with you you know like i said i first started doing the can opener i looked at him i'm like yeah you're crazy 
Yeah. I, I'm going to be calling you because my hip's going to break. <laughs> right. Um, but, um, yeah, when I first did it, though, I was like, oh, wow. And now sometimes I just lay down in the middle of the floor and just go in can opener and just lay there and chill, you know. Yeah, it's, it's such a one of those moves that just, like, you know, it just opens up your freaking soul. You know, you, you just feel like a different person afterwards. And uh, it's such a great example of, of what we do here. But uh, we only have a few minutes left, so I, I want to, you know, touch on you real quick. And we appreciate you coming on with us and sharing your story. It's a great story. It's inspiring. And I hope you'll come on again and, and keep us updated uh, sometime in the future as well. Um, but to close this out, and then we're going to throw to Crystal. So, Crystal, have a good quote ready for us, the Canadian quote master Absolutely. herself. <laughs> yeah. But um, and I, I had to ask. Uh, real quick to close out the the, the uh, last question. Where do you want to take this? What's your goal for the next uh, you know the next few months or a year or whatever? What do you hope to get out of this? And what parts of your life do you want things to you know where do you want it to go? Where's your where's your goal for the next foreseeable future? Um, my goal right now I I would like to be a hundred and seventy pounds. So. That was the one goal that I set way, way back, and I think I can make it because just today I was 171 pounds. So hopefully I can lose that one pound. Um, wow. So mine is just, you know, I guess keep losing the weight. Um, Tony, my body is is the, what I'm doing now. Um, and help anybody along, you know, that that needs help. You know, like I said, you. You know, people can email me, you know, tweet me. Well, I don't care. And if I can give them the help, I'll help. Um, Eventually, I would like to, you know, start teaching it, start getting certified. Um, One of my the goals that I've set in my life, because I said this a long, long time ago, everybody knows, you know, I, I love country music. Well, I want to wear one of those belt buckles, you know, like all these skinny girls on TV. <laughs> um, I want to wear one of those. And so I guess that's that's my main goal right there. So hopefully in the next eh, maybe six months. You'll get I there. You'll it's, do uh, it. You know, yeah. You're doing awesome. So congratulations. We appreciate it. Crystal, anything you want to uh, ask you before we roll out? Um, I'm just, uh, thank you so much for coming on. It's been, your story, Jessica, has been one I've been watching for quite some time. So when you said that you were going to be on the show, I was so thrilled. And I'm so proud of you. Way to go. Thank you. Uh, It means a lot because, you know, like you said, I don't know who's watching. And, you know, when when I get people and get the feedback, it, it keeps, you know, that's what keeps me going. So it, it means a lot yeah. to me. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate you coming on, and, and we'll definitely want to follow up for your story um, uh, soon. So uh, we'll be in touch. But thank you very much. We appreciate it. And, and like we said, Crystal, she's you never know who's watching. So if you're ever curious, you hear a, a stirring in the bushes in the middle of the night, you hear someone you know tapping <laughs> on your windowsill, make sure you turn on the lights and you – peeks in the blinds and make sure the crystal's not out there because I heard she's a real weirdo. <laughs> so uh, you, you never know if crystal's out there. 
She sees you when she yeah, sees you when you're sleeping, and she knows when you're awake. <laughs> yep. uh, but Crystal, let's uh, yeah. let's go home. Let's uh, let's uh, have a quote to fire us up and get us to the next week. Sure. So I've had this one in a while. Jessica was on my list of people to have on the show, and I've had this one for a while. So this goes out to her, and it's a quote by Toby Mack. Um, and it just basically says, um, there will be so many chapters in your life. Don't get lost in the one you are in now. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. Great Thank show. You. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Crystal. We appreciate you guys. Thank we'll you. be back next week. We've been, uh, we've been due for a community show. So we're going to take some calls next week. We've been really involved in these stories and everyone's stories. So we're going to take some time next week to talk to some people and give us a call with your questions. And uh, if you're lucky, if you're really, really lucky, maybe you can look outside. And Crystal will be watching you. We'll see you guys. Bye, Mike. Radio. <laughs> so ridiculous. All right, guys. See you. <laughs>